Yeah, yeah, we are back. Cover Zero, doing another divisional breakdown, NFC West. I'm with my boy Henry. It's been a minute, man. How you feeling? Feeling good. Miss you guys. Man, yeah, been a while. You know, sorry about that, y'all. Had you know, Life hits you, new job hits you, baby mm-hmm. hits you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes more important things come about that, you know, got to put a put the podcast for, for me personally on the back seat. But uh, glad to be back to be doing the episode, though. Hell yeah. Nah, most definitely, man. Family come first. You know what I'm saying? Family definitely come first. You know, and I'm, I'm definitely, I think we all understand that on the show and even the listeners here. So we're going to get right to it, man. We're going to, you know, the listeners here, we're going to give y'all the same kind of breakdown of how we've kind of been doing it. We're going to start from the worst to first. So I'm going to start with you, man. We're going to start with the Seattle Seahawks, man. I mean, how you feel like they did in the offseason as far as like, you know, they're their losses, key ads, you know, and, and obviously, you know, any other extra notes you want to get into? Well, we're going to talk about the obvious one. Of course, them losing Russell Wilson is right. huge, you know. Uh, a shocker, too, you know. You know, of course, there was rumors coming around. I remember last year, he put those teams out. I remember the Raiders were one of those teams. There was like three or four other teams that was coming out. Right. Yeah. But, uh, but, but the rumors just stopped. You know, he played out the season, and then, of course, during the season, he got hurt, and there's still some rumors going around about him and Pete Carroll and their relationship and then the G- him and uh, the general manager's relationship. So came out of nowhere. So, but, but good pickup for the Broncos. Of course, they needed a quarterback. Everybody say all they need is a quarterback. They got the weapons. They got the line. They got the defense, such and such, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So, so, of course, the, the most obvious one uh, uh, is them losing Russell Wilson, which, which is huge. And everybody has a top five, top ten quarterback going into the, you know, in, in the league. So. Losing him, I, I think it was huge. We'll have to see. You know, they got Drew Lock back. Everybody know how most people feel about Drew Lock. Nobody thinks he's a franchise. Man, he's sorry, bro. Just say <laughs> what it is, man. <laughs> he's sorry. He's a cornerstone. Nobody thinks he gonna take that franchise over the top. I don't think anybody has that going for them. But we'll see. You never know. Maybe he can shock us. You never know. But right. do I think he will? No, I don't. But I'm just saying there is a possibility that he can. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, so they, you know they got Drew Locke. Now they didn't get Noah Fant back back in that trade as well. Who was a solid tight end? He can just fix those drops. He'll mm-hmm. uh, be a real solid another addition over there. Then of course uh, them them releasing Bobby Wagner, him over there signing with the Rams. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's get richer, right? So of course if you lose one of your defensive leaders, one of the probably one of the best linebackers still, in the, uh, middle linebackers still in the NFL, that's going to be another huge loss to your defense. So. I did like what they did in the draft. They did pick up some good some good uh, pieces over there. So we'll see how they translate because we already know Josh Snyder. Like I said, I feel like he's still on the GM because of how he found Russell Wilson and the Richard Shermans in the other world or whatnot. So that's all the reason why I still, he, still think he got the GM job. But I think he finally did a solid job. We'll see uh, what, what happens this year. Oh, cool. oh, yeah. And then they just gave DK his little extension. So. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know he's happy now. So, mm-hmm. if I had to put a letter grade on what their overall offseason is, I'd give them a C. Y'all give a straight C. Okay, I like that grade. I like yeah. that grade. Would you lose your your your, your cornerstone Super Bowl mm-hmm. quarterback? That mm-hmm. that's definitely something hard to replace. So, uh, like I said, I don't think Drew Lock's gonna be the future, but we'll see. Because I don't think they're gonna have a good year this this coming up season. So that's going to lead to the to the Bryce Youngs or the C.J. Strouds of the next year's right. draft. So we'll see how that goes. And it's supposed to be strong. That QB class was exactly. Yeah, yeah. So 
everybody said this year wasn't because what what quarterback won the first round this year? Can you pick it? So, well, definitely this next year definitely gonna be you won't have a quarterback going in the top five for sure. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. I gotta agree with you, man. Yeah, you brought up some good points, man. All of them was good points. You know, I gotta agree with you, man. Obviously, Russ being the biggest one, a couple other ones, the small noticeable losses that they had: Dwayne Brown, obviously Carlos Dunlap, who had a solid season last year. Uh, Chris Carson, obviously, with his, he had to retire because of his neck, you know, and you know, he kind of he really couldn't stay healthy anyway. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Not. Yeah, he's, you know he's, he's a bruiser. When you're that type of running back, it's just hard to stay healthy. Yeah, bro, it is, and that's a, and he wasn't real big. Like he, I mean, he was a big back, but he wasn't like a, you know, Derrick Henry, like Jamal or Lewis, Jerome Bettis, type yeah, of or Nick Chubb, even. You know, he wasn't. Yeah, I agree with you on that, man. Um, so yeah, I think it was good for him to go ahead and and get that retirement in. But yeah, the main ones you brought up, man, Russell Wilson. And Bobby Wagner, Bobby Wagner, obviously being a cornerstone defense, going to the Rams, you know, it's crazy how that happens. And then Russ, man, them losing Russ. And it's crazy because, like you said, last year it was really talked about, you know, with Russ and Pete Carroll and their their relationship and him possibly being gone and right, leaving right. and all of that. But it just it just really, really picked up this year. This year, you know, it, it, it was just – you. It just felt like he was going to be gone. You know, it was either going to be him or Pete. That's kind of how I felt. It's crazy. You know? that, that, that's true. That's that's what everybody was doing to compare it to. And I thought it was going to be Pete. Yeah, bro. Because you got to look at it this. I mean, I'm just looking at it like if Russ don't want to play with him or play for that team or franchise, whatever it is, he wants to leave. I can't. I mean, it was hard for me to imagine seeing Pete 70 some years old or 71, whatever he is, about to be 72 or whatever it is. To want to go through a rebuild with this team, you know, I, that that was something that kind of shocked me. It looked like to me, if I'm the GM, I would have said, you know, let's let's keep Russ right. and go in a younger direction, different direction with head coach, and just go from there. Because you still got your corner, you still got your QB. At the end of the day, we all know why Seattle was really good, you know, for all these years, man. Pete, great coach. They've had some great defense coordinators, Legion of Boom, great defense, great secondary, and all of that. But Russ was the reason why that team was so good for so long, even when the defense was just falling apart. You know what I mean? So yeah, that that's a key loss. And then, like you said, yeah, he he comes over here to Denver, man. Now we got to deal with him for the next, you know, probably three three years, four years max, I think. So I mean, that's gonna be tough. And I still, you know, crazy though that that you because top five, top ten, I still have him in my top five. Some people have him, you know, closer in the in the back end. We're nine and ten. Where do you have Russ as of now? Like you got to do a top ten QB list right now. I'll still, you have I'll still put him in between that six and ten mark, not top five. Okay. I'll put him in that six and ten mark. Even okay. though he did have an up-down season yet, uh, last year, I right. still put him in that, that six to ten mark. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's respectable. That's respectable. So, yeah, man, those are the key losses for sure. And then the ads, obviously, you know, we brought up Drew Locke and Noah Fant. They added Marquise Goodwin. You know, eh, that's okay, whatever. But the two noticeable ones, obviously, Drew Locke and Noah Fant. And, yeah, I'll start with, with, with Noah Fant, man. Uh, he just, like you said, he got to hold on to the ball. I think that's just his, his, his thing, man. He got to be able to hold on to the ball. He's got some good yardage. Denver obviously didn't have the QB over there, right? You know, right. And that, but now he's over here and they don't got the QB. They got the right, same QB. Right. So I don't know. We'll we'll see how that how that goes, man. I think it's all in his head. If he can at least at least build his confidence up, you know, I think I think he'll at least you know stop dropping the ball, and then hopefully Drew Lock plays you know uh, better than what he has been in previous years, and they can come on on the offense. Uh, yeah, and then the draft, you know, we I mean this is one of the better drafts to me that they've had. You know, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because we we love bashing, you know, Seattle's draft. Not just to bash it, because you know we like Snyder. I we've talked about him for a while, but we always get. But we had to really realize, man, he really noticed for that one really good draft, and you know, a couple picks here and there. 
But this draft here, man, with, with Carlos, uh, uh, Carl, Charles Cross, Boy Mafe, Kenneth Walker, and then Abraham Luke, uh, Lucas, who I really like, the right tackle. I wanted us to take a look at him. They they did some good things, man, early in the draft and in the mid-rounds too. So I did like what they did, man. But I, I got to be honest with you. I, I don't really see them winning too many games, bro. Yeah, I, I, yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is going to be, I think, Pete Carroll's worst year. I think the least, what, the most, the least he's ever won, I think it was like, or his worst record was like seven and nine, I believe. Something like that. It was like seven and nine his first couple years. You know, one of the years, I think he got into the, I think, I think I was one, one of the years the division was that bad, where they actually went into the playoffs. They might have even won, I don't know if they won a division, but I think they got into the playoffs one year, yeah. seven and nine. But anyway, I think this season's going to be worse, man. I just don't see Drew Locke being the guy. You know, uh, the offensive line is improved. They did some did, – they, they, it's a little improved. They did some things, you know, and then they the free agency, they just lost too much. And Russ, losing Russ, I just think it's going to be too much for uh, Pete Carroll to really overcome, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, And then if you look – let's see, if you look at the schedule, bro, I mean, the schedule is is – so they start with Denver. I got them. I got them losing versus Denver. You know what I'm saying? That it's gonna be in Seattle. Russell will be home, and he's gonna want to show out. And they just got the better QB. That's, I think that's kind of simple there. And then obviously they got San Francisco. I got them losing that one. And then they got a couple winnable games. But I like Atlanta. I, I like do. Atlanta. You know, that's that's week three. You know Detroit. Yeah, they'll probably they'll probably get that one. You know that might be a close one. New Orleans. There. Detroit is hard though. Who, yeah, Detroit played. That's what I'm saying. Detroit they might. Hard. They might because they. I, me and Corday was talking about this in a previous show. If lessons haven't listened to it, go check it out from last week, NFC North. But we talked about Dan Campbell and, and how he gets his players to play. You know, I mean, and if you look at those earlier games last year, they were in it. It was yeah, in a lot remember, of those remember, games. Remember the, the Ravens game versus Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That game was crazy. Yeah. Exactly, bro. So, I mean, they, they, they seem to be playing for him, man. So, as long as that don't die out, then – they got a chance, and then New Orleans. Then what? They got New Orleans, got Arizona. So I don't know. I just don't really see this team really winning too many games, bro. I got them marked down here at five and twelve. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's what you got. Yeah, they'll be picking in the top five. Yeah, yeah, and it might be good for them. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, maybe it's a whole new rebuild for them now. Yeah, yeah, rebuild. I, again, I don't know if they got the right coach for the rebuild, but you know, we'll see. I, we'll I, see I, yeah, he might not be the coach next year. Yeah. I think they're going to try to go for a young offensive guy. That would be, yeah, that would be smart. That would be a smart move. And you know what? That's a great point because they got t- they got time to do it. They didn't get no young – they didn't get really nobody. You know what I'm saying? So they, they got a chance to really snag one of these top QBs next year and really start that rebuild. Remember, they just, remember, just like you brought up, one of those – they drafted two uh, key positions, that those both tackle, tackle positions. Tackle, right. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. They got they, they got their cornerstone uh, pieces. On offensive line, for sure. Blind side, for sure. So the next team we're going to get into right here, man, is the 49ers. 49ers, man. You know, I was I was real high on them last year. I kind of fell off the wagon a little bit midseason or maybe a little bit before midseason because they just – they wasn't – and that's normally not me. Normally, you know, I, I stick with the team. Sure, I yeah, pick, sure do. You know what I'm saying? To go through with it. But I don't know. They just was – and then the Rams was picking everybody. And Green Bay was looking real good. I think Green Bay is the team I, I, I picked. To actually go all the way, I think. But uh, yeah, man, the Niners picked it up last season at the end of the season, and they did some really good things, man. What, how you think they did in the off season, and how you know as far as their their ads and, and losses, how you think they did? Well, we're gonna talk about the most recent news. It's good that they 
got Debo Samuels happy. I think that's very, very important. It is. Best player on their team, in my opinion. I think he's – that's how valuable, how versatile he, you know, he is to that offense. But it's going to be interesting to see because I know one of the things he was complaining about is his uses at running back. So yeah, yeah. We'll see, cause, I, mean, I don't know, maybe they got something in the contract about that or or, 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 or whatever the case may be. But I know that was one of the things because he would you know, get pissed off. He, he can't get, you can't even blame him for, for feeling that way because of how these teams be doing running backs, especially money-wise. So can't even blame him for feeling that way. So good thing they got him going. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trent Williams, we already know how great he is over there at left tackle. He's going to definitely do his things. Um, but, yeah, we, we're going to see, man, because that defense, I think if they can probably sure up, because we already know they didn't have no first-round pick because of the Trey Lance. That's another thing, too, him becoming a full-time starter. Shanahan already said, yeah, this is Trey's team now. So we're definitely going to see what's going to happen with Jimmy Garoppolo. He's still on the team as we speak right now. So we're definitely going to see, but man, it's because nobody saw them going to the NFC Championship game and Mm-mm. boom, you know, go beat the Cowboys, you go beat right. Green Bay at Green Bay, and then you just like Dallas, you beat Dallas at Dallas. So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see because they're probably one of those teams that you just can't count out. Right. Um, oh, for sure. For sure. You know what I mean? Like you just can't. You're like, oh. 49ers, you just never know. We already know yeah. what, what Nick Bosa's over there can do on that defensive side uh, of the ball. So it's going to be interesting to see, especially in, in that division when you in the division with a Super Bowl champion. So it's going to be tough, man, because then we got to see how Arizona going to do. Right, right. Well, that's still a tough division. Outside of Seattle, that, that's still a tough division. Right, absolutely. I, they might be the second toughest division outside of your guys' division. I'll put them third. I'll put y'all next. I'll put the yeah. AFC. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to see. They did have some key losses. I don't think it's no losses like, oh, well, they lost their left tackle. You know, it wasn't no left tackle, it wasn't no crazy receiver they lost. Of course, we'll see what the whole the biggest question mark is the quarterback position. I agree. By far. It's it's, it's, it's hands down. It's, it's what what we're gonna see from Trey Lance. Of course, yeah, we saw some flashes uh previous preseason, but then we also saw some duds from also in that preseason. Bro, we definitely gonna see if Trey Lance can be somewhat serviceable. They got a shot to do something this year. I agree. I agree. Yeah, Trey Lance. It, it definitely starts with Trey Lance because you know what the you know what the team has, man. You look at Kyle Shanahan, one of the best offensive minds, a really good head coach, and then you look at you know you 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 look at the defense. The defense is well built. You know, I mean, they can add a couple pieces here and there, or whatever. But the team is ready. The team is ready to go. And I think if Trey Lance, going back to your point with him, bro, it starts with him. If he really could could be that QB that everybody, yeah. all the Niner fans and everybody's expecting him to be, that really can open up that offense big time. Kind of like what, what you just saw with Matthew Stafford and, uh, and, and, and uh, Sean McVay with the Rams. You know I mean? And I think Trey could do more because he could Absolutely. use his legs a lot more. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean that that's definitely that's definitely something right there, man. That's a really good point. Trey Lance is exactly exactly where it starts off. You brought up the losses, yeah. I mean, I mean they, you know, obviously you got a, a, another a few other, you know, small smaller losses. Obviously he's got rid of D Ford. Arden Key is gone. Who actually had a good season last year? Surprisingly, Lakin Tom Tomlinson though. I think that was a key loss to guard 
Uh, I know CJ was talking about, shout out my boy, you know, uh, diehard Niner fan. But yeah, that that's a key loss right there. And then you look at the ads, obviously, you know, they added a couple, couple, couple solid players there. They, they added my boy, uh, Robert. I don't even want to try to pronounce his last name. The Dichie. I can't even get the last name. I know. Right. You know, he was somebody I really liked coming out of college, man. He just never really lived up to the hype, but maybe, you know, with this defense, some solid players, you know, a really good D line, maybe he gets it. Maybe he gets it going over there, man. They got Javarius Ward. You know, I've been hearing he's he's been looking really good in camp. Shout out to my boy CJ. I, I believe he mentioned him and whatnot. So he's doing really good. So that's that that's as far as free agency. Those are a couple key ones to look at. And then you look at the draft, bro. You look at the, they they got my guy out of out of USC, man. They got Drake Jackson. You know what I'm saying? And then they got a really solid speedster wide receiver that I think can really you know take the top off and really do some good things. And yeah, and 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 Gray, Danny Gray. So I think that's a good pickup. And then they got Samuel Womack, who, you know, I'm a DB guy. You know, that's the first thing I'm scouting, you know, when we get to doing our, you know, college scouting and all of that starting the season or a little bit before the season, college season. So, yeah, I think that's a solid pickup as well. So, yeah, they've done some good things, man. But like you said, I think it starts with Trey Lance, man. It starts with him. And if he really could be that QB that everybody expecting, this team could, could go all the way to the Super Bowl and do some other things. Jimmy G, like you brought up too, he is still on the roster. I think for the most part, what I'm hearing from everybody, uh, it just seems like he's for sure going to be cut. He's going to be, you know, traded. I mean, and then now I think about it, you think of what the, the the quotes that Kyle Shanahan's been saying, that Trey's the guy, Trey's the guy, you know, boom, boom. I mean, it just seems like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like Jimmy is done. He's, he's, he's either going to be traded or released. I would think that obviously they would want to try to trade him because they want to, you want to get oh, something for him. Right. You want to be able to get something for him and whatnot. And then you know the team that we just talked about previously might be having their eyes on him. Uh Seattle. They may be looking at him and whatnot. So, you know, um, so that that will be interesting to see how that goes and whatnot. But yeah, man, um, it starts with Trey Lance. I think this team is well built. You know, I, I think uh going to Debo going to my boy Debo Samuel. That is, you're, you're right, he is happy. One thing I will say, though, with that is that they did lose the running game coordinator. And Mike McDaniel, who's now the head coach for Miami, you know, he came up with a lot of those, those it was his idea from what I heard as far as, like, obviously Kyle Shanahan called the plays. But Mike McDaniel was the one that actually came up with the idea and came up with different ways to use Debo. So now with him being gone, you know, maybe that limits Debo from being back there you know, in the running back position. It kind of sucks for me, though. I, I get – from him, I understand, you know what I'm saying, because running backs, you know, they, they get beat up, you know what I'm saying, and Debo's went through injuries. So I, I, I get – Oh, damn good at it. That's what, that's what I'm saying, bro. That's what makes him so special, you know what I'm saying, because it you, – you, you see what he can – he's great at being a wide receiver and great at being a running back. And when you're that versatile and, and you're that, you know, you're that dangerous – at both positions, that's just hard to stop. You know what I'm saying? Then you're with creative minds like Kyle Shanahan. It's just, I don't know, man. I mean, single-handedly, they could have seemed like if they would have kept giving him the ball, they would have won that Super Bowl, bro, versus uh, the KC a couple years back. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I would like for him to stay there, but I understand at the same time. And then you got to look at it, too. He wants to get I – mean, he got paid, but, I mean, he wants to get top dollar, you know, and wide receivers make more money than the running back. Absolutely. You know, so – He's not able to really show everything he can really do if he's put in the running back 
position majority of the time or half the time. So I get it. I get it. It's just, I don't know. I, I, I would like to see him do both. But, you know, it is what it is, man. Get your money. I'm definitely not mad at it. So with that being said, man, we, we, we look at the schedule here. And, you know, I, I think I, – I, I don't think it's too hard of a schedule. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, it, it's, it's – it's, they, they have their games, obviously, you know. But when you look at the, the first, I don't know what, six games, you got Chicago. I think they waxing them. They got Seattle. I got them beating them. You know, they got Denver. That will be a good one. That would be in Denver. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Then they got the Rams, which they obviously outside of that playoff win uh, from the Rams, they stay beating them. Then they got Carolina and Atlanta. I think those are winnable games. I mean, they could really start off the first six games kind of strong, you know, uh, and then they, they got some other, you know, weaker teams later on down the line with, with Washington and then Miami. They'll be going against Kyle will be going against his. His old assistant and Mike McDaniel, who we just spoke about, will be a rookie head coach or is a rookie head coach, you know. So they may go through some struggles. Tua is still there, you know, uh, and they possibly might still be mad at their draft picks around that time too, because the draft will be coming up and they just lost both of their picks, which is crazy. So uh, yeah, man, uh, their schedule is 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 not too bad. It's kind of favorable, in my opinion. I think this is a, a tough team. I think they can get through it. Last year. As far as their record, I'm going to do my little prediction. Last year, they went 10-7. and seven. This year, I got them winning one more game. So I got them, I got them going 11-6. and six. I got them going 11-6 this year. And, and again, it's really going off Trey Lance, bro, because I could, you know, people may say Trey Lance is going to be better than Jimmy, and he should. I mean, the, the, you know, potential is, is through the ceiling. You know what I'm saying? But potential do not mean everything. I forgot the quote with potential. It, 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 it's, it's not everything. Just put it that way. You know, um, I, I, there's a famous, there's a quote of football. I don't know if it was a coach or a GM that said it, you know, recently. I forgot what it was. I'm going to get back to you guys on that. But, yeah, man, um, all he has right now is potential. He's made some great throws in training camp. I heard his, his teammates, is really they've been really impressed with him. And I think that's key. You know, if you're in training camp and you're balling and your teammates and your coaches is raving about you and saying great things about you, and then the videos is posting, CJ posted a video of him making an incredible throw. I mean, his feet wasn't even set, and he threw the ball, and it was it was only where his wide receiver can get it. I thought that was an amazing pass. I say all that to say that when you say those good things and you hear the, the great feedback, it builds your confidence. And I think that's exactly what he needs. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what he needs going into the first game in Chicago. So, you know, I I I I gotta see it. Now I will say though, Jimmy, like a almost in a sense, it almost feel like more of a sure thing with Jimmy because you know what you're gonna get and you know what how the play calling is gonna be. So you know you're gonna win some games. Like I would have felt comfortable saying, okay, yeah, the Niners are gonna win eleven and six. Yeah. Even yeah. if they had Jimmy G as a starting QB, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. So I mean I, but I know the potential that Trey Lance brings. And I'm hoping Kyle can unlock that. This is going to be big for him. Well, if anybody can unlock it, he's, he's definitely the coach to do it. He's the guy to do it. I told CJ the same thing. Same thing in the chat. So, we're going to see. What, what, do you, uh, what do you have for, for the wins and losses? I'm going to go same record as last year. I'm going to go 10-7. Same record. Yeah. yeah. That sounds good. That sounds good. 10-7. There it is. So, the next team, Cardinals. Arizona. We already – I mean – 
we already know kind of like their whole get down right now as far as Kyler Murray and his contract and everything. <laughs> you know, I mean, look, bro, and I tried to I, I had to I had to wait on it because it, it's just <laughs> I'm a big fan, bro. I'm a I'm a big fan of Kyle. I was a fan when he came out. Yeah. When he came out, man. And we me and Corday, we just talked about this last week. And uh, I gave my breakdown on it. But I really blame him, bro. I mean, I yeah, you have to. Well, some people, I, I think Corday was one of them. And there was just some other people thinking, well, you know, maybe because he's he's black or because, you know, it's because he's uh, or, or the organization has never done this to any other QB. That's the whole point, though. They ain't never did it to no other QB. Why are they doing it with Kyler Murray? Yeah. You think they don't want, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. He, he's the best thing smoking since Kurt Warner, you know? And Kurt Warner just, you know, he had a couple hot years. But, I mean, Kyler Murray can, can go further than that. If he, especially if he put his head into the, into the game tape, you know, he really watched tape. Imagine how good he really can be, you know? Uh, so, I, I don't think it's really, I don't think it's anything to really do with racism or anything like that, man. I, I just think he needs to watch, he needs to get his, his, his head in the tape. And and really, you know what I'm saying, study the way he's supposed to. When I read four hours, when I read the the the, the what they say, the devil in the details of these contracts, when I read that, I thought it was crazy. And for a lot of reasons. One that's in the contract shouldn't even be in there. Right. So something and then I looked at it like four hours, and I think it was a week. That ain't, I mean, to me, I would think QBs is doing a lot. I can tell you right now, I don't know Derek Carl personally. Derek, hey, look, Derek is studying more than four hours a week on, on game film, preparing for the next game, bro. So I don't know. To me, that's that that's crazy, bro. That's I mean, four hours is not really nothing. But you seen how frustrated he got. They he had them take it out. You know, uh, I think the only reason why he did that is because it got out. Because it was, you know what I'm saying? Because you know what you're trying. I know, I know, but. That's, that's 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 what I'm saying, but it's like you you knew that when you signed it. Your agent, everybody went over that. You knew what was what was in the in the contract. Don't make it like you know. But I just think he was embarrassed. Everybody was talking about it. You know what I'm saying? I think Did you was, see the the tweet I put on Twitter about him? It blew up, bro. I got like like forty five thousand likes. No, nah, nah, I didn't see that. Yeah, it, I, yeah, I gotta, uh, bro, even like. People that work for ESPN was laughing at him, at it. Marcus Spears was laughing at him. <laughs> I gotta see that. It blew, oh, bro. I was not expecting it to get that much light, man. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna check. Don't even tell me. Yeah, I'm gonna go in there and check it out. Be when you see it. That's funny, man. That's funny. Yeah, man. Um. So yeah, it just looked. It didn't. It just didn't look good on his part. And obviously, you agree. Uh, you know, it, it don't look good on his part. So, but I'm glad they got it situated. Got it situated. He'll he, he's there. He's ready to go. He's happy. You know, uh, he got a couple pieces. Obviously, he's gonna be missing his number one target for six games. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, actually, we can get into that now. You talk about losses. That's a loss. I'm gonna add. You know, I mean, you're gone for. You know, what I'm saying almost half the season. That's big time, man. You know, I know he got AJ Green over there. I know. Um, you know, there he he used to be a stud at one point, but you know they got to build that chemistry. And what I heard from uh, Cliff Kingsbury, that they are building that chemistry. They're getting that going. Obviously, last year they didn't really have offseason. No team really had offseason like that because of the whole COVID thing. Right. Um, but, you know, hopefully, you know, uh, the distractions of what's been going on hasn't distracted them or anything, and they've really been building that chemistry because he's going to need it. He's going to really need it. 
Uh, you look at some of the other lo- you look at some of the other losses. Christian Kirk. I, I mean, we knew that they weren't going to pay the money that the Jacksonville yeah, Jaguars yeah, paid. Man. You know what I'm saying? But it's still a loss. It's still a player that I know Kyler Murray wish he had. I know they did replace him in a sense with somebody else. Your boy that went over there will yeah, be. And, and, but that's the questionable thing right there. Okay, you didn't just pay Christian Kirk. What you going to do with Hollywood? Because that's next year. Right, right. What you yeah, and that's, did you just give up a first-round pick for nothing? Yeah, yeah. So we're going to and that. Yeah, we're gonna get into that. that's a great point. We definitely gonna get into that, uh, and then you know some of the other losses. Obviously, uh, I think one of the underrated losses, Jordan Hicks. Man, I, I thought he was a solid, solid player. You know, for them, he's a short tackler. Yeah, short tackler. Hundred, hundred tackles. Damn near, it seemed like every other every season. You know, um, so I mean that's one thing you get for him, and that's one thing I can't stand, especially being a Raider fan. I remember, we, me and you used to talk about the ice. One of the main things I would hate is when your defensive players is missing tackles. Yeah. I, I, just, I cannot stand that, especially when, you know, everybody's rushing. If it's running back, why is it, whatever it is, they got their hands on it, just somehow they slip away. I can't stand it. So that's just one one of the things. But anyway, <laughs> off that, uh, then the other guy, obviously, that came, going back to my Raiders, uh, um, Chandler Jones, who came over there, which I think is a key loss. He had a, He had a solid season last year. He's still one of the top edgers, you know, out there. He's getting older. We'll see how he does with, with the Raiders. So that was another loss. And then you look at the ads, obviously. They didn't add too many. You know, uh, Will Hernandez, who, you know, I've always I've always liked coming out. He didn't really live up to the hype over there in New York, but he's a solid guard. He, he, he's cool. Uh, and then, obviously, your boy, uh, Marquise Brown, Hollywood, bro. Um, we'll see. We'll see how he do. I mean, you know, he seemed to be happy. You know, he seemed to be really upset with, you know, with the offensive coordinator over there. I think <laughs> I think all the Raven fans is really – upset with him you know so I mean you know I, I wasn't too surprised by that but we'll see if if you know he can get things rolling over here with Kyler Murray they should you know they should but we'll 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 see how that how that goes obviously he's real accustomed of playing with quarterbacks that can scramble and can run so you know he'll be ready for that and then you look at their draft you look at some of the players that they picked up obviously you know Trey McBride who I like you know, coming out of Colorado State, tight end, that was a solid pickup, you know. And then they picked up Cameron Thomas, the defensive end, you know, trying to trying to make up for the pass rush that they lost in Chandler Jones. So those are a couple key things right there. And and then um, obviously, like I, like I mentioned, some of the things that Cliff brought up. One thing I like about coaches, bro, is when they really can – when they can admit that they can get better or, or they know they got to improve yeah. on things. Yeah. You know, and and a young coach like Cliff that's had some success, a lot of success in college, you know, he hasn't really had that yet in, in, in Arizona. I think he's done pretty good, but he hasn't got to the point where, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, watch out for this team. They kind of fall a little bit second half of the season. They'll make the playoffs. They'll try to – they'll fall a little bit. And it's almost like, you know, teams, defensive coordinators, and they start scheming against – you know, to catch up to him. That's that was the whole point of the whole little film watching stuff. Right, right, right. Exactly. They start to catch up to it, and that's yeah, that's a great point. They start to catch up what Kyler Murray is doing, and they start to catch up with what Cliff Kingsbury is doing. And I heard him say, you know, he he said that there's different things they could have did things different when they lost DeAndre Hopkins. He kept trying to run the same stuff just with different with different guys. And you know, he quote I quote he said that you know he needs to maximize the talent that he has. 
And and that's good that he notices that. You know what I'm saying? Because a bright offensive mind, that's probably why he's so good. That's probably why he's had a lot of success in college because, you know, th- th- what makes him so creative is that he knows the things that he has to work on. He knows the things he has to grow from. And that's what able to expand his offense and how he runs his teams and whatnot. So hopefully he he not only did he say it, hopefully he meant it and they could really get some things going over there. But, yeah, man, I mean, I do like this team, though. We just talked about, you know, uh, uh, how strong this division is. I don't have them second, but it's still a very strong division, and this team is one of the reasons why I got this team, man. Well, for one, before I even go down to the prediction – matter of fact, before I even bring up the schedule, I'm going to let you do the breakdown, and, you know, maybe you got some other players you want to talk about or the same players, maybe your own, you know, way of explaining it. I'm going to let you do that, and then we can get into the schedule. Well, first, do you think Hollywood Brown was worth the first-round pick? Because we just saw no. the Eagles also trade a first-round pick for a way better receiver with A.J. Brown. No, I don't. I don't. That's why I was shocked we even got a first for him, especially a dude about to be on his last year of his contract. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't want to pay Kirk. Again, we know Kirk was getting paid. You know, I, I think a lot. Is, do you think Kirk is – do you think Kirk – or do you think Hollywood's better than Kirk? Man, that's a cool. That's a cool. That's the thing. We don't even know. I don't even know, bro. I don't like, even. Hollywood show fast, but then he show some straight duds. You're like, what the hell's going on? Right. So that's, that's a good one, bro. That and see, then some people say, "Whoa, Greg Roman." Da, da, da. But there was plays too. Greg Roman had nothing to do with drops, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There it is. There it is. That has nothing to do with offensive coordinator, bro. Catch the ball. Catch the ball. I mean, it is. It's it's that simple, man. So I mean, you know. So I, I agree. I agree. I agree. So keep going. I'll, I'll let you finish. Go ahead. Yeah. So that, that, that was one of the things I was, you know, like I said, I was shocked when it when it first popped because it got announced right after we took uh, Kyle Hamilton. I'm like, what the hell? We traded Hollywood. I didn't think if we was going to get no first. I thought it was second, but honestly, I think we fleeced the Cardinals, especially especially if they don't sign him to uh, right. to a contract. Then it's like you gave up a first round pick for a player that's not even on your team no more. So right. Right. That could be a bad look. But, yeah, speaking of the team, we'll, we'll see about this defense. Of course, you're losing Chandler Jones, um, probably the second-best player on, 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 the, on the defensive side of the ball. And next, right. up, next up there to Buda Baker. Uh, you don't know what you're going to get with J.J. Watt no more. He's not that J.J. Uh, Watt no more. Stay injured. Yeah, stay injured. He hasn't been that J.J. Watt for the past three, maybe even four seasons. Four years. <laughs> right, yeah. right. You don't know what you're going to get with him. Buda Baker, he's going to come and play. We already know what he's going to be doing. Um, I know you was a big fan of uh, Byron Murphy when he came out. He's going to definitely do his thing over there at the cornerback position. So we're going to definitely see with this pass rush. Isaiah Simmons hasn't lived up to what everybody thought he was going to be coming out of Clemson over there. Uh, it, it could be a different thing. It could be him. It could be scheme. It could be a number of different things. Nothing to put really put your thumb on it. Mm-hmm. So we'll definitely see with that. Um, who, who, was the, who was the defensive player they took last year out of uh, Tulane, I believe it was? Uh, we, we, was it Zach something? Ah, oh, man. I'm blanking on his name. I'm blanking on his you name. You know what I'm talking about, right? I'm talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he's talking about. Y'all can help us out with it. But, yeah, he really didn't have such such an impact this year as, as people thought he would, too, being as versatile uh, as we saw him in college. So, we'll see about the defensive side of the ball. Then, yeah, another big loss. You don't have your number one receiver. He's he, he suspended. So, yeah. is that going to hinder you? Got, hinder the team? That much, you know, I, I, they they did sign um 
the tight end of the Saving Eagles. Collins. I had to look it up. I couldn't remember his yeah, name. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. So then they did they, they trade. Uh, they did they did uh, sign the tight end they traded last year from the Eagles. So we already know he gonna come up and do his things. Max Warren, a good blocking tight end over there. We'll see what he does. But yeah, the big question is we are gonna see. Uh, but you're right. Kyler Murray starts off hot. Remember this just last year was in the MVP discussion, and then boom, he got the injury, and then boom, when he came back from the injury, team. Mm-hmm. Uh, We'll just say figured his ass out. We'll just say right. that. Um, right. So he wasn't as closely effective as he was, I'll say, the first half of the season. So we'll see. That, that That's that's probably going to be their biggest question mark. Where I know Cliff Kingsbury is going to be back there uh, uh, slinging, that, slinging that ball. He loves them four wide, five wide receivers all the time. James Conner was a big surprise last year. He had a great season. I know they gave him a little contract extension. So it's going to be interesting to see. but. I probably agree with you. I think they're going to be third in the division behind the Seahawks, and then uh, 49ers being number two in the division. Well, of course, we'll get to our next division winner uh, coming up next. But yeah. I think they already know that. Yeah, <laughs> they already know yeah, yeah. that. So we'll see how the connection with him and Hollywood is going into this year. I think it's going to be pretty solid. But it, what Hollywood are we getting, or are, are they getting? Are, are, are they going to get the one that you know showed the tons of flashes, or are they going to get the one that? Literally drops wide open touchdown passes, so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. But defense might have a qu- couple of questionable question marks, but I think the offense will see has question. I think the offense is going to have question marks until DeAndre Hopkins gets back because we saw how Kyler Murray was last year when DeAndre Hopkins was also playing at the end of the season, and it wasn't that good. So are we going to get that same Kyler Murray because his receiver is not, you know, his number one receiver is not there again? So that's going to be the question mark right there. Yeah, and I have to agree. I think part of that, again, will go down to what Cliff Kingsbury can adjust. Can Has he? Because now he's had a lot of time to really prepare for these next well, yeah. the whole season. But, I mean, yeah. the first week one, week two, you know, how the season is going to go without DeAndre Hopkins. You know, so, I mean, last year kind of just went it went down and he, he didn't know, boom, okay. Well, injuries happen, so you're always you always got to be ready for it. But when you lose key players like that, it's kind of hard to adjust. So, I mean, you know, I, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But now here we are, though. Here we are. They added the pieces they wanted to add. They lost players. He's ready, though. I mean, the team has to be ready. And uh, he's he's been quoting saying that, you know, adjusting and maximizing players and all of that. So I'm expecting this team to still be a pretty good game, uh, pretty good team in the first six games. And, and it goes, like you just said, it goes on Kyler, too. Kyler has to, you know, he has to be, you know, watching tape. He has to really be studying, getting prepared. You know, he has to be building that chemistry with other wide receivers, you know, uh, and, and it can't just be, you know, one, he needs to build chemistry with all of them. You know, Hollywood and and AJ, they both need it, you know. Um, I think both of them need to be really successful and to build their confidence, especially Hollywood, I think, because I think everybody's expecting him to really do something. You know, like you said, he gave up a first-round pick. I mean, what do you, you know, uh, you got to believe that, you know, he could be your number one. You gave up a first-round pick for him. That's the only reason why you give up a first-round pick, because you think he can be a number one. Exactly. You're not doing that for a number two or number three. You're not. Right, right, right. Unless they was desperate. And even then, you're like, well, you could have went a different route. You could have went somewhere else. Exactly. I mean, we just saw the Eagles trade for A.J. Brown. I know. I know. So, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. As far as the schedule, man, uh, you know, they they start off with a couple AFC West opponents. They got KC. I don't know, man. I'm I'm chalking that one as a loss, man. I'm I'm, 
I'm chalking that one as a loss. Yeah, absolutely. Can't see it unless unless something bizarre happens. I can't see it. Yeah, they're gonna have to outscore them. I mean, can they do it? They can. I mean, well, we'll see. They don't got Hopkins, but let's see. Maybe maybe those adjustments work that uh, uh, Cliff is talking about. Then they got my team. They got the Raiders. I think that's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be in Las Vegas. That 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 can go either way. Uh, so we'll 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 see how that one goes. And they got the Rams, and then it gets a little bit easier. They got Carolina. They got Philadelphia. Who I think Philadelphia is gonna be a little bit better than it was last year. They they shocked me a little bit at the end of the season. You know, the team started to kind of come around. You know, and, and I think it's because they took it in a different direction. Instead of relying on Jalen Hurts, they started doing some other things. You know, with um, you know, with that offense really running the ball more deep and starting to play a little bit better. So that could be a that that could be a toss up game, but then they got Seattle, then they got New Orleans. So I mean, their schedule starts off, you know, kind of favorable, and then it gets kind of tough towards the end. You know, uh, they got at least the end of like the first twelve weeks. They got the Rams, they got San Francisco, and then they got the Chargers, and then they got New England, Denver, Tampa Bay. You know, so those next, you know, from week ten all the way down to week. 16 it gets it gets pretty tough so we'll see how how they how they're able to make it out of it i don't have them winning as many games as last year but it's not that big of a drop off actually it's only a one game drop off playoffs or no i'm gonna say yeah i'm gonna say yeah and here's why the nfc west like we just brought up a couple times is the best division or is probably the third best division uh in the league and probably the best division in the nfc Right, I think it'll be the best division in the NFC. So, with that being said, and not only that, the NFC is just weaker now. I mean, a lot of players from offense, from QBs, from defensive players coming to the AFC. Yeah. So you know what I mean. So I I could see them getting in because of how bad the conference is. So yeah, I got Arizona making the playoffs with a ten and seven record. I don't have them making the playoffs. I got them at eight. I got them eight nine. Ooh. I do. Nine. Those games without Hopkins are going to be really, really yeah. big and crucial and show that uh, he's such a big part of that offense. So, and I, like I said, I'm not really a believer in that defense like that. So, yeah, I got them 8-9 missing the playoffs. And that, you know what? I can see that. Again, I can see that because of Hopkins. I guess, you know, I'm leaning towards them making them adjustments. But if they don't make those adjustments and they're not really able to utilize these wide receivers. And, and I get where you're coming from, too, because it's kind of like I got to see it to believe it. Yeah. You know, you didn't do it last year. You lost a midseason last year. You didn't do it. Here we are. You get more time, but I got to see it. Yeah. I got to see it. So, uh, yeah, no, that, that I can see that, man. I can see it definitely happening for sure. So, the last team we're going to get into, man, to wrap up this NFC West. Super Bowl champs. The Super Bowl champions. The defending champions, man. L.A. Rams. What do you think? How you? How well did you think they've done? in the off season and do you see them i mean i'm almost sure you got them going to the playoffs so yeah absolutely absolutely got to see that for sure but it but do you think they got weaker stronger uh you know how do you think they did in the off season and how far you think they can go in the playoffs i'm 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 going to be real and i hate to say it but i dead ass can see them repeating as a super bowl champ man i i really do when you got – I'll start on the defense side of the ball. Okay. Um, you lose Von Miller. Of course, that hurts, but I don't think it hurts too much because you still got 
top three defensive player to ever play the football game, still on the other side of that, still on the, on the front of that defensive line. Got, got his extra money, 1,000% deserves every little single bit of it, probably even plus more. That's how great he is. Um, when you – Von Mill, of course, is going to hurt. But like I said, that Aaron Donald, the pressure he's going to bring up the middle. And right. not only that, I think that defense is going to gain more confidence because of what they just did this previous year. Yeah. So yeah. Pl- players that, you know – wasn't too, you know, wasn't too high on or, or, or this or that. I think they're going to play with more confidence. I think they're going to play with more swagger because of what they just did in the, in, in the Super Bowl. They pretty much just uh, in that, in that second half, besides that, that big, which should have been offensive pass interference on T. Higgins. Well, right. that, that, that Cincinnati offense didn't do nothing. They, yeah, they, that's they, a fact, bro. <laughs> yeah, they sacked Joe Burrow, I think, like six or seven times in yeah. the second half alone. Yeah. So, they know they can get it after, and I know Von Miller was part of that, but I think they're still going to be able to still get some key pressures uh, this upcoming season. Of course, when Eric Donald, he's guaranteed to have 10-plus sack as, as a defensive tackle. That's outstanding. So defense, I think, is going to still be straight. Speaking of the offense, they lost Robert Woods, but I think they got a better receiver than Allen Robinson. I really do. Yeah, I agree. Allen Robinson is a stud. We've seen the quarterbacks that he's been over there with. Right. Uh, uh, with with the Bears, with Trubisky, and then with, with Justin Fields, who are closely on Matthew Stafford's level. You still got Cooper Cup over there, the Triple Crown winner, baller. You already know what he gonna do. Yep. Sean McVay over there. If the the way you know what one thing I loved about Sean McVay, man, I remember he uh, uh, listened to an interview with him about after he lost the Super Bowl versus the Patriots. He felt like he over-prepared. Oh, yeah, I heard that. I know exactly what interview you talking he about. Like, yeah. over-prepared. Mm-hmm. He felt like he was putting too much stock. He wasn't trusting his guys, such and such. Yep. So the adjustments that he went from that Super Bowl to this one was just, mm-hmm. you could tell he learned from his mistakes. I love that from a coach. Like, he knew what he did wrong. Fixed it, said, I'm not going to do it again. And look what happened. They were trailing the Super Bowl, came back, got the victory. So I love that from him. And how he just took it upon himself that yeah it was my fault because of course everybody knew he was an offensive play call and I just, I know Jared Goff did his little stupid late throws in that Super Bowl as well but I just love the adjustment that Sean McVay did in that game or this Super Bowl compared to the previous Super Bowl versus the versus the Patriots so it's a great point yeah great point. he he did the, the the adjustment was outstanding so Matthew Stafford phenomenal year love what he did mm-hmm. great all around so. Want to see him continue to build upon that. Another person that just got another contract that also deserved it as well. Um, my biggest question mark for the team, though, is that left tackle. Andrew Whitworth is not there no more. Yeah, He's not, you know, a top, you know, all, you know, this year, you know, one is one of the top left tackle, but still, sure. is his ground. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. That's going to be the biggest question mark for me is going to be that left tackle. I think they're still going to be solid over there at running back. They're still going to be solid over there at tight end. And, of course, they're still going to be solid over there, of course, with that receiving core. Um, departure, we'll see about the – with OBJ, he's still on shit, shit, I wouldn't right, mind if the Ravens signed him, honestly, the way our receiving core is. Right, so, right. But we'll see. But they, they did bring – I thought they was going to bring OBJ back before uh, the, the Allen Robinson signing. but And they may still do that, by the way. He's still out there. It's possible. 
Especially because remember, I think a report just came out. Van Jefferson got to get. Uh, he got surgery. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, definitely possible. But then again, it's like he he tore his ACL in the Super Bowl, which is in February. So when is he going to be ready? Right. So right. That's, so that's that's the biggest twist with OBJ. So, but to answer your question, I can definitely see them repeat. Okay. Uh, the record I have them going this year, I have them going. I go thirteen and four. Okay. I go thirteen and four, and then of course win in the division. Yeah, I gotta, I, I gotta somewhat agree with you, man. I, I think the, I think the team that they could really struggle with is gonna be Tampa Bay, man. I think Tampa Bay is is coming back around, man. And and I would like to see Todd Bowles is now the head coach. Yeah. You know, uh, I think that would be dope. I think that would be really dope. But anyway, we already kind of talked about the, well, not kind of, we already talked about the NFC South. Go check that one out. But yeah, man, you already you brought up all the good, all the great points, man. Uh, Von Miller, obviously, I think that is a key loss. You know, I mean, he 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 did his numbers and whatnot. Uh, we got to realize that he came from Denver and then he went to you know L.A. So you know, you you got to really remember that and then look at his stats and see. You know, you got to look at both teams basically. You know, if you look at his, if you look at the stats, they're solid for a veteran edge rusher and Von Miller who still. You know, I think one of the better pass rushers in the league, and who is who where where Buffalo is really going to benefit from, which another team we'll get into later. Uh, Sebastian Joseph Day, bro, that that was a defensive tackle that I think went to the Chargers. I think he went. I think it was the Chargers he went to. He was a solid rotational guy. I mean, he yeah, yeah, he was. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that I think that's a key loss. Robert Woods, yeah, but the guy they brought in, Allen Robinson, man, I think he. I mean, like you said, bro, the QBs he was playing with, I think he was just tired of it, bro. Like, Justin Fields, I, I believe in him and, and all of that, man. But he was a rookie last year. All line didn't really hold up like that, you know. And so not, the whole offense just didn't look good. You know, I mean, the, 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 the head coach was on the hot seat. I mean, I don't know. It just, to me, that whole team really you just nobody looked good, you know, really on that offense like that. So I think now him coming to a Super Bowl winner, you know, he and now he can be the number one guy and he's playing with one of the brightest offensive minded coaches and playing with, you know, a really solid QB, a top 10 QB and Matthew Stafford. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think he's uh, I definitely think he's he's excited for the opportunity, you know, and then we already brought up Bobby Wagner. That's a You know, the rich get richer, bro. I couldn't believe he's signed. Matter of fact, I'm be honest with you out before, you know, because I think these moves. I want to say for sure these moves happened before the Raiders did their big move with Devontae. I think so. I think so. Yeah, and even Chandler Jones. And then maybe was it before Russ? I think it might have even been before. I don't know. It just seemed like for a moment, I say all that to say, for a moment, it seemed like the Rams was winning free agency. It it felt like they were getting players that you, how they they get them? Or how they get, you know, like. Whoever controls their cap is the best in the NFL. I don't care what nobody says. Whoever does their cap is the best. Yeah, I, I gotta agree, bro. They're right there. They're I mean they probably are. They just won the Super Bowl and all their key players is still there. Nobody, you know, we were worried about AD retiring, which came out of just seemed like after they won out of nowhere. Oh, he's retiring. He might be retiring, which was crazy. Bro, bro, so you, you were able to you were able to keep AD. Jalen right. Williams is getting paid. Matthew Stafford's getting paid. Cooper Cup's getting paid. How the Robinson's getting paid. How? How is this happening, bro? That's what I'm saying. They were winning. I had them I had them winning. And then, you know, obviously the AFC just was stacking up. Here come Khalil Mack. 
here come Chandler Jones, here come Russ Wilson, here come, you know, uh, Devontae Adams. And it's like, okay, you know, then the Rams became kind of an afterthought. But if you really, I mean, if you get to break it down a team, like we break it down a team and you really know football, you know the Rams is, when it comes down to team-wise, they far from an afterthought. Maybe they didn't win free agency, but they was one of the top five teams right, that were right. in that, you know, in the winning class. It was in the winning class. They weren't losers. Put it that way. So, yeah, you, you got to give it to this team, man. I mean, to be able to keep – and normally that don't happen, by the way. Normally after the Super Bowl players – you know, you had Andrew Whitworth. Like you said, that's the key loss right there. The left tackle, Matthew Stafford, obviously, is not somebody that's going to scramble. He's not going to give you too much in that department. You know what I'm saying? He's really accurate and all of that. But, you know, he can't deal with getting hit too many more times. Right, right. Detroit. He can't deal with it here, bro. He has to make – they have to make sure they got that protect that uh, protection. And they did draft – I believe they drafted – yeah, they drafted a, <clears throat> a guard. Who they're really high on? I heard he's looking really good in camp. And Logan, and Logan Bros Bros, he's looking really good. They say so. We'll we'll see. But that's a guard again. Left tackle. That's that's where everybody's gonna be looking at. He's gonna really try to scheme on, you know, to see if uh, they can hold up on that left side. So that's worrisome. And then also, I also was hearing too, bro, that uh, Matthew Stafford or Sean McVay was limiting limit, limiting. Uh, Matthew Stafford's passes because his arm has been in pain and soreness. So it could be his age really, you know, kind of catching up to him a little bit, man. So I think that's even a more reason yeah. why yeah. we need to protect him, bro. They need to. How is what is that? What, 34? Somewhere around He's there? 30, 30, no, I want to say mid 30, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. 34, 35. Yeah. You know, might be 34, about to be 35, somewhere around there, bro. So uh, I know they're trying to run it back, and they're trying to do that. And they got a good opportunity to do it. You got them going, so I'm not – hey, look, I'm not – anybody that picks the Rams to go, I ain't mad at it. You know what I'm saying? The team is still intact, and they added more talent. I think Tampa Bay got something to say about that, though. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see how that go, man. As far as their schedule, the schedule obviously is going to, you know, be a little bit tougher. Or tough. They're, you're going to try to make it as tough, you know, because of, you know, them being Super Bowl champions and stuff like that. They got they start off with Buffalo. I think that's that's gonna be a really good game. That's gonna no, be really I, good. I, I'll put in the request of my job to leave work early for that game, fam. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I believe at five o'clock that day. Five twenty, bro. <laughs> start at five twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm for sure gonna check it out myself. I I should be off for sure. If not, I might have to do the same thing. I'd be doing OT. Yeah, yeah. I'm leaving at five o'clock that day. I put in the request and everything. Yeah, first game, yeah, September 8th. First game, bro. You know, what? We, oh, yeah, we, we we was out on that Thursday last year. So, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We might, yeah, we might have to set something up with the homies and do something like that again. And then they got Atlanta. I got them winning that one. Arizona, I got them splitting with them, you know, splitting with, with San Francisco this year, finally. And then they got Dallas and Carolina. So, I mean, you know, just a little few of the games, first half. That was another big hurdle too. Them being in San Francisco in the playoffs. It was, bro. That, that, was, that, was, that was huge. That was huge. And again, you know, you brought up a really good point about confidence. Because I think them winning the, the game that they won, Sean McVay making his adjustments and being able to close out that game when it was close. Then, you know, them being bringing back AD, hearing all oh, AD might they bringing him back, three-year extension. You know, and then you know, they, they, they add more pieces in free agency on defense and on offense. 
you know. So, I mean, their confidence is really, really high. And now they got through the hurdle that just, well, not now. This was before they added all these pieces and everything. But getting through the 49ers, that was tough. And I picked, I think last year when we did this, I think I was the only person that picked the Niners to win for a couple of reasons. One, I, I was trying to get back on the wagon. Like, well, hold on. I the Niners. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going I'm going I'm to I'm 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 ride that wave. And then the other one was that they haven't did it yet. You know what I'm saying? Rams, did, they just haven't did it. And I remember you saying, I remember you saying they were going to finally do it. Jordan said the same thing. And that's exactly what happened, man. They ended up getting into the Super Bowl and then winning the Super Bowl as well. So that's added confidence as well, like you brought up. So, yeah, man, it, this I can see this This team is definitely getting back to the playoffs. Um, I don't. I've got them going far. I'll say at least, at least, it's crazy. Would it be? Let me ask you a question. Would it be disappointing if they didn't get to at least? Like, say they didn't get to. I know you got them going to the Super Bowl. Now, say they don't get to the Super Bowl. What if they don't get to the NFC Championship game? Is it like? Would, would that be disappointing to you? To me, if they didn't at least get to the NFC Championship, game. I would say yeah. To me, it would be because yeah. all the talent they got there, just like the, just like we brought, they got better. Yeah, we're we'll gonna see what's going on with that left tackle position, but they got better. So right. the only thing that I can think hold them back is you know the teams after they win the Super Bowl, the little Super Bowl woes and whatnot. So we'll see, but they definitely got better though. Yeah, I, I, it would be disappointing for me too if they didn't get to at least the NFC Championship game. I'd be disappointed. Well, there it is, man. That's the NFC West breakdown. Next week we will be starting on the AFC. As far as what division, just wait and see. You'll see how that goes. Thanks for listening. Catch us next week. That's our show. Be sure to email us with your questions, comments, and statements to coverzeropodcast at gmail.com. To find all of the links to follow us on social media and also to find more exclusive content, visit us at tssaw.com. See you next week.